Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Raising Bulls, brought to you by the beautiful game network Roughneck Scarves and Icarus FC. We are the only podcast dedicated to the New York Red Bulls 2 of USL. Tonight, I'm flying solo. I gave Anthony a kick to the curb. It has nothing to do with the fact that he's a dad and our lives are upended by our children uh, on the regular. Nope. It wasn't that. Uh, Instead... All right, I can't think of anything that is terribly believable. But yes, okay, so Anthony's not here tonight. Um, It's just me. We don't have that much to talk about, so I think we can get by with just a little mini mini sewed kind of thing happening here. Because we're going to talk about a win over Charlotte, a draw at Hartford, and then preview a match against Charlotte. So we're not really going to preview the match against Charlotte. We're just going to talk about the two games this past week. And uh, we'll eat a little bit more crow as a show. Uh, even though Anthony's not here and maybe deserves to eat the most crow. <laughs> uh, so we'll start there. Uh, let's talk about the Charlotte game. Anthony uh, and I did not expect to have a similar result, although we very much got one. Um, I think Anthony predicted a 3-1 loss, so uh, <laughs> kudos to him for uh, uh, flushing it in the wrong direction. That's okay. That's good because the Red Bulls, too win on the road in charlotte it's another huge victory for this team who has now beaten charlotte twice on the season uh, again jeremy raffanello uh, early goal from him beautiful job by omar so to knock the ball down to him it was the 13th minute uh, and raffanello is calm he's cool he's collected and he finishes uh, to take the lead we had talked about so over the last couple of weeks and and kind of trying to uh, be a little bit more of a uh, dominant force in the game and uh, these these last two games, I think that we we got to see uh, a much better side of him than we've seen maybe maybe in other points of the season so far. Uh, but he does a great job here. Ball clip forward. Uh, a number of attacking players are ready uh, in the box. Uh, some somewhat similar of a job that Stefano Bonomo used to to do for this team when he was uh, the main guy here. So like 2017, being able to knock the knock the ball down to the players around him. Uh, to help them create chances, and absolutely does that here. Again, Raffanello, nice and easy, finished it. Third goal of the season, third goal or fourth goal of the season, and uh, third goal uh, over Charlotte, so excellent job. He's racking up the points now. It's good to see. Uh, early early part of the game, I thought the Red Bulls uh, totally in charge. They gave up the equalizer um, six minutes after the Raffanello goal. Um Backline a little bit caught out. Dane Kelly does a nice job of timing his run, beats everybody. Uh, Marcucci comes out uh, off his line to try to cut out the angle. Kelly beats him there and chips him from outside the 18. Goalkeeping error, defensive error. It's it's a really nice goal. It's still not an automatic goal, I think, for Kelly in the situation, but anyone who has watched him play over the last couple of years understands his quality and that he's going to be able to do something with the ball right there. And he, he punished the back line. I think, I think it it was fair dues uh, a little bit sad. And even more sad is in the 41st minute, first half of this game, uh, Matt Acosta has a uh, poor clearance um, during a sustained independence attack. He knocks the ball to Kelly. Who's at the top of the box. He touches it. Uh, a couple times off his thigh and his chest. Very coolly uh, volleys the ball with his uh, left foot. 
beats Marcucci. Really tough shot to save. A little bit unfortunate there uh, for the Red Bulls too, but they go into the half down two to one. And watching this, I was thinking like, well, (laughs) you know, they came out swinging. Uh, We've seen a lot of this this year where um, the team will look better early on and then concede and then just be unable to climb back up. Not the case this time. They come back out at the half. They're finding more chances. They're putting more pressure out there. Omar So with a great goal in the 70th minute. Uh, Jake LaCava fed him on a run into the top of the box. Had to use his strength and his footwork to hold off uh, the defenders. Finishes. Goal and an assist in this game for him. Excellent, excellent job. Um, And with less, or I guess a little bit more than 10 minutes remaining in the game, they find the go-ahead goal. Austin Brummett gets his first as a professional. It's just standard chaos in the box type of goal. Red Bulls, um, I think at times this season, they do not show enough killer instinct in the box. And this was not that. I think this was, you know, everyone just clipping uh, as hard as they get into the ball and kind of wishing it into the net. But it got the job done and they won the match. And overall, I think did a very nice job of controlling the game. Even if they had to score late to get the win, I think that uh, they showed a much, much better team um, uh, was on the field than had been for a number of weeks. And maybe it's just this is how they look against Charlotte. But I also have seen flashes against Pittsburgh, and we'll talk about Hartford in a minute. And, you know, I'm... I feel like I'm constantly uh, battling, uh, uh, you know, the devil's advocate type of argument for this team that these are young players. They're going to be making mistakes. It's going to be sort of a tough uh, road to hoe um, in finding results. But uh, the team does not always come through in in sort of um, defending my side of that argument. Right. So. This year, it's been difficult finding results, but when they do show up, you get some really nice games out of out of the group. A little bit, again, unfortunate that they had the two errors that led to goals, um, but anybody watching this game should be happy. And it should also be true about this next one, even if it felt a little bit like a loss. Goes up to Hartford, immediately opens the scoring, transition attack, Hartford kind of caught sleeping at the beginning of the game. Omar So, again, racing in, uh, shoots, but saved, picks up his own rebound, fires it home. Red Bulls 2 up 1-0 in the fourth minute. 14 minutes later, Matt Acosta gets his first goal as a professional. A little bit of a tricky set piece. Cameron Harper laying the ball off to, to Acosta at the top of the box. And I believe there was a deflection in there, but it doesn't matter. All the goals count the same. That was in the 18th minute. 2 nothing at Hartford, and uh, I th- again, I think for large portions of this game, the Red Bulls looked like they were in control. Probably should have sealed it. They had the chance. Uh, Cameron Harper, I don't remember the minute, uh, uh, but he has a great chance to make this a 3 nothing game. A little bit slow to, to make his decision of what he wants to do with the ball and doesn't get that third goal. That ends up being huge it does come back to haunt the team later on 
And uh, uh, Tom Bull gets a red card uh, for his second yellow uh, towards the end of the match. So the final 10 minutes was really just holding on and hoping. And Hartford is an experienced team, and they took advantage. They had the numbers. The first one's a little bit of a, uh, a dink into the box, a low cross that uh, they, they were able to turn in. And then that goal from distance. I mean, you can maybe give uh, Marcucci some flack for not being able to stop it, but there really wasn't a whole lot that he could do. And just like that, stoppage time goal, a win turns into a draw. Again, I think it probably deflated the team's sales overall, but they should be really happy with this kind of effort. I think having not already had a difficult season that they've had, if they'd gone on this kind of a road trip and the first two games that they played were uh, a win and a draw, you get four points out of the first two matches, you know, who's not happy with that? That That's a terrific return for, for being on the road and in USL where it's hard to get road points. Um, but, of course, when you give up the goal in the 91st or 92nd minute, whatever it was, on an outrageous goal from outside the box, it, it really does sting. And I think overall, the team is going to have to show that they can close out matches and that uh, they can be a little bit more disciplined. We've we've talked about it a couple times now about how this Red Bull two team uh, leads the league in yellow cards. Well, that that's good in terms of showing their energy, but down the road you're going to have more suspensions, especially for yellow card accumulation. They need to start uh, being a little bit more disciplined in that regard, and hopefully, when they do that. It will also lead to them closing out games a little bit more effectively and hopefully some more wins. Right now, I closed the, the standings before when I was looking at this, but let's open those bad boys back up. Right now, the Red Bulls, too, are averaging a point a game. They're in 13 points from 13 games and sit in sixth place in the Atlantic Conference. They are seven points off of a playoff spot. Is that the end of the world? No. But it's certainly going to be hard to keep clawing back in. If only they could play the independents every single game, they'd be right in business. Um, unfortunately, that's not going to be the case. And uh, well, hopefully, hopefully they can they can get some wins against Charleston and Loudon. And I think they've got Pittsburgh coming up. Let's let's take a look at the the Red Bulls two schedule from here out. We're they're playing Charlotte again this weekend in Charlotte. Another good chance to uh, to pick up a win. Um, I'm, I've got my fingers crossed. We're not doing a traditional preview because that was in our last match as well. We already know who this team is. We know what they like to do. And we know that the Red Bulls have been effective against them. So hopefully that can continue. After this, next three matches, again, these are uh, pretty tough. They've got Pittsburgh Riverhounds, Sac Republic in Sacramento, and then Tampa Bay Rowdies at home Friday, August 6th. Uh, oh, Friday, Ju- uh, uh, Friday, July 23rd is home against Pittsburgh. Saturday, July 31st is at Sacramento Republic. And Friday, August 6th, again, at home to Tampa Bay. That starts a little bit of a homestand. Hopefully they can pick up points. They haven't really been doing that at home this year. Team is 1-4-2 at home, 2-2-2 two, two, two on the road. Maybe... 
maybe we just keep them on the road. We don't have to bring them home. They can get the results. I don't know. We'll see. I'm going to give out a man of the match for the week. And I don't think anyone would argue with me, but it's got to be Omar. So Um, great to get on the board against Charlotte. You've got the assist. You've got the goal there. He gets the goal um, or the first the opening goal against Hartford. Maybe you could make the argument that LaCava could have been in that conversation as well. Um, But we've talked about him needing to start uh, finding the back of the net. It seems like he's doing that now. I've got a lot of hope that Omar So is uh, turning it around and will continue to be sort of that force at the top of the, the attack. Scoring goals, creating chances. Let's go. Um, and that's, that's going to be it for us today. Real tiny little tight show. Just wanted to go over, uh, a little bit of, uh, what we saw over the last two matches. Again, really positive stuff. I think, uh, the return of Kyle Zayats has helped. I think you could, again, you could tell he's a little bit rusty, but, uh, his inclusion has been very good. And, uh, sunny, sunny blue skies ahead for this team. Top of the Atlantic Division, Tampa Bay Rowdies, 24 points. Pittsburgh Riverhounds on 21. Hartford and Miami both on 20. Hartford only 10 games played. Um, so they are in third place. Miami's in fourth. So they catch up. They catch up to those two teams, and, and uh, big things can happen. That's another reason I think this uh, draw against Hartford's a little bit unfortunate. You win that match, and you're within four points of the line. You draw it, and you're at seven. Them's the breaks, kids. Uh, Anyway, you can follow us on Twitter. I'm at underscore Joe Goldstein. I don't tweet much, but occasionally you'll see me on there. Uh, And the show is at Raising Bull Cast. That's one bull, Raising Bull Cast, and that's on Twitter. Um, We're part of the Beautiful Game Network at bgn.fm. Uh, they cover MLS, USL, Premier League, NWSL, you name it. They've got it. Podcasts, uh, written content. They got what you need. Let's get some ad reads out of the way, huh? Take a, I'm going to take a drink. That was a lot of talking all right in a row. And I ate spicy tacos tonight, so give me a moment. All right. <laughs> Tired of the same old uniforms and cookie-cutter templates from Nike and Adidas? Looking for a unique, completely custom kit for your youth club, Sunday league squad, adult, or even pro team? Icarus FC can help you create the kit of your dreams at an affordable price. Let them help you design your new custom kit today at IcarusFC.com. And of course, I'd like to thank our, our sponsor, Roughneck Scarves, the official scarf supplier to MLS, USL, and US Soccer. Get scarves for your group or team at roughneckscarves.com. Uh, for myself and only myself. That, that feels weird. <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, thank you very much and have a great night. Do I slow clap for myself? I think I will. Mm-hmm.